0: I'm Cecil Davis, uh, Major, U.S. Air Force, retired, and, uh, you know, currently um, employed at Tuskegee University, working in the Office of Admissions, but I'm a, about to go to security on campus. I'll be on campus for a little bit longer, but unfortunately, right now, we've got a power, campus-wide power outage, so that kind of cripples my attempt. But again, Cecil Cecil Davis, Major, U.S. Air Force, retired.
1: This, this, this is, this is, this
0: is diversified. Diversified, diversified. diversified Game Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may
1: agree, he may oppose. And it's more than just race. It's about, you know, ideas. So let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, we've got a different type of game. We're going to talk about retirement. Let's talk about pensions and let's talk about when those things can be stolen. Yes, folks, especially for you younger generation, do not expect, do not expect any government or, to have a foolproof plan for you in retirement. Work on those things now. Today's guest is Major Cecil Davis. Yes, Major, we got a major in the house. I think this is our first major that we have had from the Air Force. And he's gonna talk about how in retirement, his retirement was stolen and he wasn't the only one. So Major, thank you for being on. Please give us the game and tell us what is going on.
0: Okay, well, hey, I appreciate uh your, your offer and I appreciate your audience too. So uh I'll do the best that I can, like I say, keeping it all level level headed and uh decipherable. But um again, uh yeah, I'm in major retired Air Force. Um I did uh 20 years uh Air Force Career Air Force. Uh, my background is uh, B-52 bombers, uh, so my wife says that's kind of warped my personality, which is not true, but anyway, but uh, I like I say, I've been enjoying retirement, uh, doing the things I like to do. Uh, I'm presently living in uh, Tuskegee, Alabama, I work at Tuskegee University, and enjoying that. But also I enjoy the uh, the military retirement, pay. like to say, uh, under the uh, terms of when I uh, retired in uh, May of 1990, wow, that was a while ago. Uh, uh, you could make it to 20 years and then you go and you enjoy the uh, military retirement so that uh, that was coming in uh, no problem no problem at all uh, but then uh, after a couple of years uh, i noticed that i got hit with a garnishment and uh the, the common uh expression around you know my friends and a couple other folks who were supposed to be knowledgeable hey they, they can't really hit your military retirement you know it, they being i guess Ostensibly it was the IRS, Internal Revenue Service, but uh, we found out some other things later. But like I said, I give I got uh, high respect for the Internal Revenue Service, uh, or as the kids say, mad props for the uh, 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 you know the Internal Revenue Service. So like I, I'm not portraying them, hopefully not as the bad guy. But like I say, it, you know systems are being compromised, are being utilized, et cetera. But I've got received a correspondence a couple of years ago. Uh, that uh, the retirement uh, pay was going to be garnished, uh, you know, for payment uh, for back, uh, you know, monies that were owed to the Internal Revenue Service. So, okay. Uh, I saw the big banner IRS. And so that is, with, with most people, it gets your attention. It's kind of like a monolith. It sits out there, you know, in the open, and everybody pays attention to it. So uh, I, I'll let them drive the uh, drive the ship or, you know, fly the plane, and I'll just follow along. So uh, they did that. I always had a suspicion about that because I kept in the back of my mind. You know they garnishing and military retirement, can they do that? Well, then it further went into the uh, of course, social security. I had uh, when I reached uh, uh retirement age as far as social security is concerned, uh, then also they hit that, and again, the same chorus of voices came up, they can't do that. I said, Well, guess what? But then again, that was kind of a hollow feeling. And then after a bit, uh, I began to contest it, I had uh, uh retained the services of an attorney at that time. I'm not. I'm no longer with that attorney, but at the time, I, I needed to seek some uh, legal guidance on that, so he pursued uh, the matters and all. And then, of course, he uh, introduced me to uh, a gentleman that I'm working with right now, and also there's a team that's working with, uh, I will call him the whistleblower, and a very knowledgeable individual, and as by happenstance that I happened to run into him. I did a deposition tape for my former attorney, and uh, the whistleblower happened to see it, and thought about it. He says, you know, I think I've got, or I can maybe suggest some remedies to you. And so we got to going on that. And the first uh, item of suspicion that hit me was, once we got the paperwork going, we started making connects and contacts through that process, all of a sudden the garnishments went away, as if by magic. So yeah, not to over, uh, you know, uh, make this a melodrama, I called the whistleblower. hey, thanks for all that you do. And hey, you, you, you're a great person, you know, like got you know, God bless you. He had no idea what I was talking about. I said, the garnishments just kind of went away once we got to working and doing whatever. And and he said, Really? And so I'm thinking, I'm waiting for the punchline, but it was none. He, he was just as mystified as I was. So I got to think, oh, Wait a minute. Now, this seemingly on the level, then all of a sudden, when you kind of make it a little paper trail or whatever, it as if by magic goes away, what's going on? You know, or uh, like he's saying uh, the comedy there, you know, what you talking about, Willis? Type of thing because I'm thinking like that was interesting, but anyway. So and again, I I began to uh, just really uh, partner up, buddy up with the whistleblower, and I says, "Hey, we're going to get to the bottom of this thing." And I and it was quite a revelation. But what I'm stating to you is that, and for those who are listening, uh, a lot of times when you're approached, the usual reaction is you see IRS, and you may not notice anything else. But then I found out this through. Uh, and I call it scholarly work that's been done by the whistleblower. I mean, he has a document that he's done very well put together. And I'd like I say, in the consistent in academia, uh, this is like a PhD level, uh, like a, a dissertation. He probably get a PhD off of this document that he's, he's he's done here. You know, and I really begin to get some insight and some things that well, I started to connect the dots. You know, I started, to you know, really begin to understand the smoke signals. I can read the smoke signals now, and I can really hear the drum beat. I can understand what that's doing. I'm thinking, so this is what's been going on. So, uh, I came. It came out to a tune of uh, uh, over the years with the wife and I about $106,000 plus that was taken, and apparently, uh, uh, the 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 real <laughs> sounds kind kind of uh, the real IRS apparently never got it. So, who got it? Type of thing. So that's the thing you really have to watch out for because everything looked above board. Everything looked great. I mean, you know, Hey, this, 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 what has to happen. And uh, well, I'll leave it to your imagination, but that's kind of a, you know, a snapshot or a little bit more than a snapshot of where I am and what's happened to me.
1: Well, well let me ask just so it's clear um, because, you know, the first thing people are going to say, well, if you're a garnish, what children did you have while traveling around the world? I'm sure you, you know people who asked you that and said well what child support were they taking it from but if it's not that and it was a fake irs document um you know have they found the corporate have you received your money back because they found that it wasn't the irs getting the money
0: well we're in a process the team that i'm working with to, to include the whistleblower and adequate, more than adequate legal representation, we're petitioning to get, uh, to get those uh, funds returned to me. So that hasn't happened yet, but uh, that's in the process. So that's part of uh, what we're doing uh, in the overall effort that we're making to first of all get the word out and then seek uh, compensation, uh, seek a remedy for what's happened. And then also, so I could tell my story to give those out there who are listening to this. Who are really saying to themselves, "Man, this thing sounds awfully familiar." Matter of fact, it sounds too familiar. As a matter of fact, you know, type of thing. You can go along with that uh, train of thought, and so that's what we're doing. But uh, yeah, we're, we're 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 pursuing to get, uh, uh, you know, uh, repaid for those uh, monies that have gone out there, and then uh, and then we'll we'll call it we'll call it pretty much uh, okay, a good deal. Well, if the
1: IRS did not get it, and someone was you know, pretending to be them. That means somebody robbed the IRS and, uh, or robbed you using the IRS, but somehow tapping into their system. I mean, this is money. A hundred thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at, especially in retirement. Um, why won't they just like a credit card? If someone steals your credit card, why won't they just give you your money back?
0: Well, I think that what's happening is, uh, this thing is, um, uh, uh, so pervasive, you know, and, and what all has happened, and and like thinking the actors or the uh, uh, you know the uh, you know the uh, the bad guys, so to speak. Uh, they have uh, well, very well insulated themselves. Uh, they have uh, overly protected themselves. Uh, they're not just the uh, common guys. They're not necessarily hiding in plain sight. But now, when I say that, in a sense, they are because we have some ideas as to who it is, but they are so well, let's like, say, insulated. That you'd have to, you know, I don't know. It's going to be something extraordinary. This is the process we're going through right now to go ahead and, and then smoke them out, so to speak. Uh, they're they're very well placed uh, within government, and and but, but the um, like I say the server that they're using. Uh, I could throw out a term, uh, Trojan horse server. Uh, I could throw out another term. Uh, usually when you get correspondence or something, if you do that from the IRS, it'll be irs.gov. They don't have an irs.co. Like, you know, so when you see that, automatically it should, you know, know, throw up a red flag. But who amongst us would even notice maybe that subtlety? You wouldn't. And as a matter of fact, they are so uh, articulate in what they've done that they have fooled the likes of, uh, my bank is PNC Bank. They have fallen victim to them. Uh, uh, Bank of America, uh, Wachovia Bank, I think when they were separate from, I think Bank of America, they were also victimized by the same thing. You're thinking, wait a minute now. These are like in the banking, these are corporate giants, and they got them too? Uh, yeah, they did. But um, what happened with me, and this this wasn't the military pay, this is my compensation that I get working for the university. Uh, and, again, uh, my wife, uh, she's had some uh, illnesses and all that. Like so she's uh, she's kind of riding at uh, the medical roller coaster, so to speak, with the cancer situation going on and a couple of other uh, things, We were I was about to take her up to uh, what we would call the Kirkland Clinic is in the southeast. Some people are familiar with MD Anderson, which is in the southwest, and uh, I think it's the Houston, Texas area, uh, they're they are medical specialists. And then, of course, you got the Mayo Clinic up in Minnesota, they're kind of like, uh, you know, they provide the umbrella under which all these other little, you know, subsidiaries fall. But these are where the experts are type of thing. We were about to go up and get a thorough brief on exactly where she was and some uh, proposed remedies, et cetera, they're going to propose. Well, I couldn't go because I went to the bank to get my payroll check, and I was uh, informed that the um, the account was zero. Well, at the PNC Bank, if your account goes to zero, you close the account, and I definitely didn't do that. So I was asking the teller, I said, how can it be zero? I, I never, I never closed the account. And she said, well, you didn't, but apparently there was an action on your account. You're apparently not aware of. I said, no, I'm not. So anyway, they told me to see the, the bank manager, which I did, uh, Miss Wright. And we sat down, and, and she, she said, yeah, we got correspondence in. She wasn't that articulate on exactly what the correspondence, the nature of it. But she said, yeah, and we were directed to go ahead and vacate your account. And so getting the correspondence from Internal Revenue Service, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then that's what we did. So that's what happened. I said, I wasn't notified. She said, I, I don't know about that part. I have a number that came with the correspondence. You might want you to go ahead and try that number. Sure, I will. So I called the number, and I got, you know, a young lady on the phone, explained to her what happened. She said, yeah, well, you know, that happened uh, because, and uh, now this is just kind of a shot across the bow. Okay, so translation, what does that mean? Well, we did that to get your attention, Uh, said we've noticed that, uh, you know, you're indebted, et et cetera, so we want to go ahead and move on your account to to show you that uh, we have that ability. Said now, some people think that this is going to be like, a uh, you know, for the duration until all monies are paid back or whatever. We don't do it like that. We'll do a shot across the bow, got your attention, and then you can go ahead and make appropriate arrangements. Something I wasn't notified, and I told her about the medical situation, et cetera. She, She apologized for that. She's so sorry, but... Yeah, correspondence was sent out. I so said, I never received anything like that. I so said, trust me, if anything comes to me in the mail or, or however electronically, and his IRS on it, it's got my undivided attention. So I would have noticed that. I didn't see anything about that. But she said, well, this is where it is. Okay, we did recover that money and said, and so, uh, yeah, your account is not closed, et cetera. So, you know, in, in the end of that statement, and I'm sitting around thinking, that was weird, you know, type of thing. So, uh, but again, I did bring it up to my uh, attorney there, my former attorney. And he thought the same thing says that's kind of strange, but again, you know that's building the peace. but that's how they operate they they are they are they're very they're insidious uh you know like I said they could, they can actually operate in plain sight, but unless you knew exactly what you're looking for, you wouldn't even notice that and when they come under the banner i r s you can do what they tell you to do
1: so, so um and and i'm I'm sorry to hear about your wife I've I've, I've dealt with that with my mother and i know wow well, i appreciate you, that thank you god, god god bless her and you know the doctors are doing their best guess work um when they give diagnosis uh because i know they're not always um true um my mother lasted way longer than they ever said she would I mean, she never smoked or drank oh. or any of that but um i i say wow. that. wow wow yeah i say that you being in alabama houston is uh the best place for you know right there in houston um they have md the- anderson Yeah, Houston. um, I don't, you know, I I don't, I don't want to act like I'm an expert in that, but just with my limited experience, it's a great place to go if you are in the South or or anywhere. Um, And Mayo is also great as well. But let me ask you, with them, you know, I'm a scam buster, Uh, so I look at everything. Part of our company has an executive protection and investigation type type thing due to some past experience that I have. All
0: right.
1: Are they blaming you at all, saying you gave these people access to your account? Or are you just getting it taken from what the government gave the banks? Because if they say, oh, you signed off on this and you allowed this, you know, organization to take, I mean, is that at all part of your story?
0: Well, you know, and and that is. there's that cloud that's out there. I'm not talking about up in the cloud, but there's a you know that cloud of suspicion. Like, you know, I'm thinking, as uh, I've always heard, you know, hey, the IRS, they know more about you than you know about yourself. So as these things were happening, I'm thinking, okay, oh, through whatever network they're using or whatever connects that they have, this is how they're doing it. So, no, I never signed off on anything. And believe me, a lot of this stuff was like, you know, just uh, I got, you know, Use the street expression. I got cold cock because I, I, I didn't see any of this coming type of thing. And so, no, I never gave permission to do whatever. And I don't know how they accessed it. Uh, I think, like I say again, I have a common expression I use, especially with my young folks magic mirrors and blue smoke. You know, if I see something I can't quite figure it out, that's attributed to that. But I figured that whatever they needed on me, they were able through whatever mechanisms or whatever that they use or technologies they use to do that. And so, and I kind of uh, put myself at peace with that, like, okay, that's obviously what happened. Still, there was it in the back of my mind a question mark, but you know, but uh, I said, okay, they are the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, omniscient, omnipresent, you know, and all that good stuff. And so this is what they do, and this is what they can do. But you know, I, I was just shocked when it, when it went down type of thing. And I knew I never gave permission for any of that to happen. And especially with the uh, university uh, check or the, uh, you know, uh, they didn't know anything about it either because I'm I'm almost thoroughly I'm going beat the bush on this one find out exactly what happened where did this thing go off the rails and it was a common thing like no one was quite sure but it was the IRS and it must be it must be legit <laughs> okay
1: okay but we but we have made it clear correct that it wasn't the IRS so the IRS is saying it wasn't us and that someone has broken into their system meaning they've been hacked what. Have you yes. got any yep. notification from the IRS? Do you have documentation saying the IRS says this wasn't us or that this was our fault because our system was
0: breached? They have not. It, it, it's amazing, you know, the, uh, you know, the silence is deafening on their part uh, because, and again, I think we've uh, provided appropriate notifications up and down the line. Uh, the whistleblowers taking care of, you know, certain notifications and all, and, uh so beyond that, I, I don't know. I would think that they would know or should know. But again, I, I didn't personally approach them because, again, working with the uh, my initial attorney, who, like I said, again, I'm no longer using his services, uh, I kind of did like a power of attorney type of thing. So he was the mouthpiece. And so I don't know that he did that. He never briefed me on a lot of different things that were going on. So. They may have, but if they gave him an apology on my behalf, I'm sure he would have probably let me know. Well, I don't know. Like I say again, is this, I'm sure he would have. I, I'll flip over all the cards, give him the benefit of the doubt. So he never approached me. He was very well aware of what I've been telling you, but he never said anything more about it. Then, of course, we came to a parting of the ways and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, very uh you know professional. I guess I think I'm gonna go in a different direction. But he never uh like you know say cleaned out the file and told me anything that I didn't know. So I, I, I never received anything from them and if uh, they sent it out that I never got it.
1: Okay. So there's some more investigation and in with your attorney, those records, you know, those are yours that you can request in an email from him saying, I want all the information on this case, even though he's not your attorney anymore. And he he his office can give that at at any, it's just so much, it's it's bothersome. What about the bank? Has the bank given you um, proof of when the money was garnished? And then where did it go? Have they gone that far?
0: Yeah, okay, they did when I approached them about that, but basically they told me, uh, they repeated what they told me the day that I actually found out there was zero in the account and they were just stated that uh, they were just contacted and know uh, but they never uh, provided the correspondence uh, where they contacted electronically i'm sure it was probably via mail i never saw any of that but again as you mentioned and, and this is something that i guess i've been kind of out in the fog you know over all this you know i'm not you know i'm not putting uh, common sense you know uh, together and saying that yeah i would better start requesting some of these things because this happened you know, and, uh, I don't know. A lot of it, I think, happens so that, uh, I think people would have to get into, you know, uh, my background, uh, and, and what I mean by that is it's not like a, a flip type of background or anything like that. You know, I do take note, you know, take notes of things that happen, significance, but again, I, I, you know, I had 2,400 flying hours of combat aircraft, you know, specifically B-52 flew Southeast Asia the whole bit. The one thing that we know in flying that airplane, if, if something happens, a mistake or whatever, you can't go retrace whatever. You have to keep going and keep, you know, hey, is the airplane flyable? You know, am I good to go? I got enough fuel. Like, Can I make it to destination? Yes. And you keep going. It's not like being uh, irresponsible, like, although sometimes people might think, well, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, so I, I never did. I said, okay, I got over that lump. I'll say I've got some satisfaction out of this thing. It wasn't quite what I wanted. But, again, as you mentioned it, is bringing the cold, clear light of day to me and saying, hey, you're kind of leaving some loops, uh, you know, some holes out here, like you need to fill in the holes or, you know, and, and do that. And I hadn't really thought about that. I just, I keep the airplane, I keep the airplane flying forward and uh, trying to get, uh, you know, accomplish what I need to get accomplished. But, and, I didn't. And, uh, and one other thing that you don't do, if you have, a, uh, you know, an unfortunate experience or whatever, flying combat, the last thing in the world you ever want to do is uh, do a 360. And come back and, and fly over the territory again because <laughs> you, you know you get a little surprised so it, it, with that mentality it, and like i said i'm not speaking to irresponsibility or like a flip kind of attitude i'm not at all we just keep the thing going i mean there's too many things out ahead of me i got to stay ahead of the airplane type of thing so that happened i'm sure like i said you know, i could compartmentalize that. You know, if you go back and revisit, as I told you, I'm going to revisit uh, hitting the uh, Internal Revenue Service, the correspondence, the Bank of Correspondents, University. I'm going to do that as a result of this conversation. But I never thought to do that, no. And, again, uh, you know, I, I was a loser in all this, so you would think that I would really, you know, be on that. But uh, I guess that's not just my mindset. But it, 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 it's changing to that point. And the whistleblower, working with him has been a godsend because he's uh, he's uh, putting some light in some areas that I, I, I need to like. And I never thought I did, but yeah, it's coming out today that I did. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. But uh, yeah, it's a happen. Uh, uh, but like I, I got to go revisit it. And I'm getting more and more time now as I approach full retirement that I could probably have time to do that.
1: Well, yeah, and I'm glad we I can give that that insight again. This is a, a space that I mean I, I I love to find a scam, break it down, and then um, <laughs> go after and see how it was, and 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 let people know. I mean, you're dealing with your wife's health you know, and just real-life situation. This COVID thing can't help. And so uh, you're fine just to stay sane. Sometimes people don't understand. They might judge you and say, how could you not do these things? But sometimes just to stay sane sane and keep a smile on your face takes all the effort um, and and your focus. So you have some things you can go do. And if you can't do them because of time, you know, a private investigator can easily find a lot of that information out and they're not too expensive, but um, we want to make sure that you get your money and also that this isn't something that, you know, a hundred, a thousand other soldiers are dealing with because I mean, during retirement, you shouldn't have to worry about this stuff after serving your country. You should have a military attorney be able actually working on this for you. You know, is the VA or there no services that you know of that can help?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, there is another um, issue that I was working uh, on, separate from uh, the uh, the uh, issue at hand, the IRS issue, and also I was a member of what's called the, uh, the Air Force Association, and that's will be an association of uh, active duty and retired military, uh, Air Force military, and they provide certain legal services and all. But it's it, I don't know, maybe it's the way I presented myself or whatever. But I did approach them on another matter. Uh, not really that similar to what we're talking about now, and they did all they could to talk me out of it. Well, you know, these things happen, and do you really want to go through? And I told them, I said, well, you know one thing, I guess I don't. So I I terminated membership with that association. You know, it wasn't a vindictive thing, it was just a sort of thing like, you know, hey, this is like, to me, (laughs) kind of an almost approaching life or death type situation, and you guys aren't really taking it seriously. You're going to try to talk me out of doing what I have to do. So I did try to go through the Airports Association, which is a, a pretty uh, you know pretty stand up organization, uh, uh, they uh, they have a quite a reputation. You know, I guess uh, my situation didn't click with them, and uh, but I would not sell them down the creek. I mean, I would encourage anybody else to go through there. But uh, people have suggested, uh, hey, go through uh, VFW for different things, go through you know uh, you know the Veterans for Foreign, Foreign Wars, of course, you know, and, and all the other organizations. But I haven't I haven't taken that. And then one other piece, and you touched on it. And and it kind of like, you know, the kind of little light bulb in the back of my head. The wife, uh, for me, she is the original worry wart, you know, type of thing. And so with her condition, I try not to keep too many alarming things uh, in front of her. Uh, If I get like a a correspondence, something like maybe a a menacing sort of correspondence from Internal Revenue Service or wherever these people are, I would keep that away from her because then she'll worry about that type of thing. And uh, like I said, she had a. initial diagnosis of breast cancer back in 2006. And uh, so we we did surgery, got, got rid of the, that is a partial, uh, uh, you know, mastectomy. And the doctor, the oncologist told him, says, look, you know, like, you know, cool out, you know, don't be so worried, some worry, worry, whatever. Don't do that. He said, just relax, enjoy yourself. And I told the doctor, I said, that's mission impossible for her. You know, if we had the world's best time and efficiency expert come to her and tell her, I've done a town official expert uh, study on you, you have nothing to worry about, she would worry about the fact that there's nothing to worry about. So so okay. she's like that, And so I try to keep things away from her, so I try to, you know, whenever like sometimes we talk to the whistleblower on the phone, she'll be overhearing it, what are you guys talking about? Who did what? Oh, are we in trouble? And you know, type of things that look, babe, you don't need to worry about that, I got this type of thing. So, uh, and that's another reason why I kind of keep, you know, cards close to the vest and I don't act, you know, because she's on it like white on rice and then she'll be worried about whatever and I'm thinking it's not that consequential, although it may, may be, but I don't let her know that. So, that's another piece of the puzzle where uh, I try to keep things, you know, not, you know, like violating the confidence of husband and wife type of thing, but <laughs> I'm keeping it real. She don't need to be worried about certain things because that will, you know, um, exacerbate another situation she's got going on. And make her uh, medical situation worse.
1: Definitely, and and for anybody you know who's m- just got married or thinking about marriage, you men, um, you don't have to tell your wife everything. I'm not saying keep secrets, but there's some things you need to handle um, as the the chief of the house, uh, you know, because it, okay. It, 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 yeah, you know, some, some things, you know, not everything, because somebody yeah. will take a major and they'll say, oh, man, I had a night late night out. Let me not tell my wife. I didn't tell you that. I'm saying there's something, especially <laughs> in their own case, um, you got to hold it to your chest. But, but and, and, and just so people know, any, um, you know, fellow veterans out there, was it your social security that they went after or was it a different retirement account?
0: No, well, actually, with the uh, Social Security that I accepted, Social Security Administration, uh, I I'd, uh, qualified for 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 those monies, and uh, then in addition to the military retirement account, and all, and uh, so then that's what they went after, and uh, and like I say, and so uh, there was no other retirement uh, account or anything else. The only other thing they did was, of course, with the uh, university's payroll, uh, they went for that, but the only, that was on a one-time basis. They never did that again, but uh, but that was in Social Security, and then the military retirement. Where the things so that military time, of course, that's through DFAS, uh, you know, D- you know, Department, you know, uh, Finance and Accounting Service, uh, Defense, uh, you know, Finance and Accounting Service, DFAS. and then of course, Security, Security Administration. So they did go after those, but once again, you know, you know, the curiosity of that whole thing was, like I say, when I started working with the whistleblower, you know, uh, filing appropriate documents or whatever, it kind of magically went away, <laughs> and so. But anyway, but like I said, you know, I don't want to. Anyone who's listening to this think that it happens as if by magic like that. I'm sure there must be another way or a process or something we can suggest to them. But uh, that's what happened to me. So uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. It's not standard across the board, you know, because I'm still kind of scratching my head thinking, what just happened, you know, type of thing. So, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, you know, with the whistleblower, uh, thank you for, for saying something, because then somehow the, the folks who are stealing said you're at notice, and they they move on, what is your congressman, and I know you had spoke to your congressman, what have they done for you?
0: Well, that's curious. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, my congressman, local congressman, of course, uh, U.S. Representative Mike Rogers, uh, and he's um, represented the district uh, pretty much central and eastern Alabama, so he has several counties that he uh, does. Uh, but it's interesting, when we first got started, of course, that was when we had the uh, you know uh the republican uh you know uh you know uh white house uh and we had uh, members of congress et cetera that was uh you know before they had the you know the, the change over the, the power changed over and i thought about it and i and i said well you know we're going to approach uh mike rogers who's a republican and i said now i don't know if, uh you, him being approached by a whistleblower is going to be harmonic is going to really fit, fill the bill so I wasn't sure, I didn't hold out that much, but it's a step that we had to take. I mean, we had to take that. He is my representative, and so we have to, you know, make him do his representative business type of thing. So I never got any response at all. And we had contacted the appropriate office staff, staffers. I think we had one staffer, and I think it was actually in his Washington office. We certainly uh, contacted, I think, uh, at least two people in the Alabama offices. So they knew who we were, what we were about, how we are going to approach. We never received any response at all. So we've been seeking to maybe kind of like, uh, I should say, poke the bear, but we've been trying to get uh, through other processes, uh, maybe a a note to his office, like, hey, you know, you have a constituent who has legitimate concern type of thing. But I don't know, like I say, again, I don't know if he's, it's maybe a a career ender for him, if he gets involved with a whistleblower concerning this sort of thing. And then, of course, I've never been a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) I don't do that. I wouldn't be good at it if I did do that. So I don't know if, you know, because I've talked to people, friends of mine, and fellow retirees, you know, and they say, you know, hey, I wonder about, you know, no, no, let's not go there. Let's deal with, you know, what's written in black and white. You know, let's not go where we see on TV all the time, but sometimes, you know, but I don't know why there's been no response. I I, I guess I could speculate all day, but no response at all. And there have been several attempts, and we've had uh, uh, one of our attorneys with our team uh, you know, uh, you know, approaching with a very eloquent letter. You know, it's, it's very easily readable, uh, n- non-threatening, or anything else. It's kind of more informational than anything else. But uh bottom line, it was seeking his assistance. No response there either. And so I've, I've made a couple of phone calls to office staff, et cetera, assuring them that you know we're not, you know, like you know a bunch of wild men running around with our hair on fire. You know, we we don't do that type of thing. And a very cordial conversation. Nothing. No results. So bottom line, at this point in time, as of well this conversation. Nothing.
1: All right. And and Congressman Mike Rogers, put on notice, this would be a great, you know, PR, helping a veteran get some uh, money back that he was, um, you know, it was stolen. Not even that you did anything, just that it was stolen. Um, That would be great PR because it's not like it's uh, the military's fault. It sounds like PNC Bank, if I got it correct they have an issue yes. they had a breach and that they need to make some answers are you looking at suing pnc Bank?
0: yes as a matter of fact and like to say again and and this conversation has kind of you know pumped up my interest even more so uh, a lot of times i look for direction on exactly how to approach and uh now my whistleblower you know in the uh, collaboration that we've established over time he's been very helpful in terms of because like i'm thinking i'm your, your classic uh you know uh soldier in the trenches type of thing you know waiting for orders waiting for direction you know and being a 20-year career military officer you know i you know i got so used to doing everything by checklist doing everything by directive if an appropriate uh party uh presents it up to me with command authority, you tend to yes, 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 three bags full. as long as everything's reasonable. That's what we do, and so that's why I and I would throw this piece in. A lot of uh, my my military uh, brothers and sisters who uh, either active duty or, or retired, this tends to, this tends to be it's kind of like the the mindset that we have. Like you know, we, we get uh, an order. Uh, however, we get the order, it, it, it seems logical, it seems reasonable, it seems legal. That that's 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 a big deal. When they, when they tell you when you're going through your training, you know, coming into active duty, you know, you make sure it's legal, whatever they ask you to do, type of thing, and this reasonable, comes from a reasonable authority, you do it, you know, without question, you know, this is what you do. And um, and so sometimes, like I said, that leads us down that primrose path, like somebody watching this was thinking, man, and I'm not gonna say we have got a bunch of suckers out here, or a bunch of, you know, naive, whatever, but they could kind of, you know, through know, whatever, uh you know, circumstances they're using, they could exploit that, like, you know, we'll just send them a, you know, a very authoritative letter, throw the IRS name around or whatever, like though, and like I say, you know, it's like the Pied Piper that leads the children right on out of the village type of thing, and they could do that. And I think that that's where some of us military, now we're not, like I say, we're not a bunch of suckers, you know, we don't, you know, say that, yeah, we're easily played, because, see, like, if you know anything about my background, you know, I grew up uh, basically in the projects of West Dayton, Ohio, and the last thing you ever want to do for anybody on the street or otherwise is realize you just got played. So and if you did, you're going to keep it to yourself, or you don't want to let anybody else know you got played. So I think that a lot of that comes into uh, effect as as my you know, like I said, my, my brothers and sisters, the active duty retired, as they see this thing, a lot of them will internalize it. They won't say anything like, "Wow, well that sucker," I don't want that word to get out, type of thing. And then they try to seek remedies or whatever on their own, which is not the thing to do. And that's why I think with uh, with me. Uh, we have a, uh, a method of communication. We refer to it as AFBets, That's A F V E T S. You know, and uh, if you go to that, you use that uh, uh, that uh, contact, then you'll find a lot more uh, that, as to what we're doing and all. But uh, and I encourage that, But it's a uh, more specific www dot that's a f v e t s dot net. You know, and you can go to that. And then, uh, uh, and then, well, you put backslash join, and uh, that helps us uh, with those who are enjoying the movement.
1: I will definitely have a link, whether they are listening, watching, no matter where, you can see the link and click on that and connect more. There are some things that I want to tell the major um, just even moving forward, but I'm going to do that off air, folks, because you never, a good general never lets uh, the enemy know what's coming. So, Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And let's take this conversation off. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified game podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and lots, fish and grits,